Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. A prayer for aid against attack. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this day, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom this day. We'll be reading from Isaiah chapter 65, verses 1 through 16. I was ready to be sought by those who did not ask for me. I was ready to be found by those who did not seek me. I said, Here I am, here I am, to a nation that was not called by my name. I spread out my hands all the day to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, following their own devices. A people who provoke me to my face continually, sacrificing in gardens and making offerings on bricks, who sit in tombs and spend the night in secret places, who eat pig's flesh and broth of tainted meat is in their vessels, who say, Keep to yourself, do not come near me, for I am too holy for you. These are a smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all the day. Behold, it is written before me, I will not keep silent, but I will repay. I will indeed repay into their lap both your iniquities and your father's iniquities together, says the Lord. Because they made offerings on the mountains and insulted me on the hills, I will measure into their lap payment for their former deeds. Thus says the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and they say, Do not destroy it, for there is a blessing in it, so I will do for my servants' sake, and not destroy them all. I will bring forth offspring from Jacob and from Judah possessors of my mountains. My chosen shall possess it, my servants shall dwell there. Sharon shall become a pasture for flocks, and the valley of Achor a place for herds to lie down, for my people who have sought me. 
But you who forsake the Lord, who forget my holy mountain, who set a table for fortune, who set a table for fortune and fill cups of mixed wine for destiny, I will destine you to the sword, and all of you shall bow down to the slaughter, because when I called, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. But you did what was evil in my eyes and chose what I did not delight in. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, my servants shall eat, but you shall be hungry. Behold, my servants shall drink, but you shall be thirsty. Behold, my servants shall rejoice, but you shall be put to shame. Behold, my servants shall sing for gladness of heart, but you shall cry out for the pain of heart and shall wail for breaking of spirit. You shall leave your name to my chosen for a curse, and the Lord God will put you to death, but his servants he will call by another name. So that he who blesses himself in the land shall bless himself by the God of truth. And he who takes an oath in the land shall swear by the God of truth. Because the former troubles are forgotten and are hidden from my eyes. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is a passage that makes me stand in wonder before God for his unfailing love his steadfast patience, and his pursuit of his people. All of us listening, I believe, to one degree or another, believe that God loves us, that he cares for us, that he forgives us. But this passage in Isaiah 65 just brings the stark reality of God's giving his people an abundance of overwhelming favor, love, and patience to us just to the forefront. I know we read the passage earlier, but I want to read some aspects of the first five verses again, just for us to have a little bit different perspective and and hear it a little bit differently and maybe even the order in which we heard it so that you can hear how patient and how forgiving and loving the Lord is um, and what he desires from his people. And so here you go. God spreads out his hands in openness and invitation to people who rebel against him. He spreads out his hands in openness and invitation to people who walk in ways that are pure evil. He spreads out his hands in openness and invitation to people who follow their own desires. He spread out his hands to people in invitation who provoke him to his face. He spreads out his hands in openness and invitation to people who worship the dead among tombs. He spreads out his hands in openness and invitation to people who feast with witches and eat and drink whatever they please. He spreads out his hands in openness and invitation to people who say, Go away, don't come near me, for I am holier and better than you. God spreads out his hands in openness and invitation to people who make him gag and are an acrid stench in his nose. To all these people, the Lord says, my arms are open to you. I'm ready to be found by you. I'm here. Here I am. I want to respond to you. God desires that we would draw near to him, to seek him, to ask for him, to look for him, to call out to him. 
But there's also another option. The other option is that we refuse to turn to the Lord, that we refuse to listen to him or come before him. And therefore, we invite God's anger and judgment to be poured out upon us. But God offers all of us another way, the way of the cross of Christ Jesus, who took our judgment and curse upon himself. We today have the opportunity, no matter who you are and where you're at and what you've done, the Lord is spreading out his hands to you today. No matter what sin you're entangled in, he's calling out to you today saying, here I am. The question is, will you call out to God and say, here I am? Thanks for your goodness to us. Thanks for your love for us. And God, as I read this passage, as I reflect on this passage, I'm just reminded, uh, Jesus, in your ministry, that you <laughs> you showed such compassion and love and invitation to those who didn't have their act together, who were the despised in the community, who were um, not only rejected, but the ones who were quote-unquote the evil, who were, who were doing wrong. And Lord, you love them. And Lord, I pray for my friends today that, that we would know that it is not by our righteousness that you love us, but it is in the midst of our sin that your love shines brightly upon us. I pray for those who are struggling today that Lord, if there's, if there's an area that they are entangled in, Lord, that they would call out to you in the midst of that entanglement. God, for you are saying, here I am. Lord, would we respond in kind and say, Lord, here I am. Meet with me and come to me. In the name of Christ, through the Spirit, to the glory of the Father, so that through our lives and by our prayers, your kingdom would come. 